0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is technically March 19th, but I am recording to tell you about the goings-on of everything that took place on March 18th, which was Saturday. And man, was it a sad day for the Big Ten on Saturday. We had three Big Ten teams playing, and let's just cut right to the chase. They all lost. Everybody lost today. Um, We had five teams in the Big Ten remaining in the big dance as of this morning when you woke up and got out of bed. And now, as you go to bed, there are but two left. And we will talk about those two teams. They're both playing tomorrow Um, in just a few minutes. But first, I want to talk about the teams that did play today and broke all of our hearts. Um, Let's quickly start with, I'm not going to talk about NIT stuff. I'm just not going to do it. Um, I did see the Michigan game, and they blew another lead. I just said I'm not going to talk about it, but man, are we glad Michigan season's over? Because they can't hold on to a lead. They are very poorly coached. And uh, we don't have to deal with that anymore. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to look at it anymore. It's all over. Um, There's some more NIT games tomorrow. I think Wisconsin is playing. Looks like they're playing Liberty. Is that right? Liberty. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Um. And then we got some other Big Ten teams playing. Like I said, we'll talk about that in a moment. The real games, though, uh, started all, all this evening. All the games were on this evening, and they were all, all. man, why can't I say all? They were all on at the same time at one point, which was extremely frustrating if you only have one TV because you had to switch back and forth to the different games, and that was annoying. The first game that was on, though, was... Texas versus Penn State. I thought that Penn State was, listen, like I said yesterday, I didn't know anything about Texas, so I didn't know what to expect when I was watching them. Apparently they have a 6'10 guy, though, that doesn't miss any shots inside of 15 feet because he was on fire. DeSumo, I think, was his name. I'm going to look it up on the box score just to be sure. I think it was DeSumo, wasn't it? Does that sound right? Dis- nope, it was just... I'm not saying it right, but it's Dylan DeSue? Just DeSue. He had 28 points against Penn State, though. Dude was straight up not missing. He had uh, 14 field goals on 20 shots. Ridiculous. And if you're doing the math at home, that means that he didn't make a single free throw or a three-pointer. He made 14 two-point baskets and got to 28 points. Um... Disappointing game for Penn State, not because they didn't play hard, because they did. Kind of a typical game for them where it's a close, close game. And it's a close game against a team that they probably shouldn't have been in the game with to begin with. Because Texas had a better season. They played in, let's face it, they played in a harder conference this year. The Big 12 was way more stacked than the Big 10 when it comes to... I mean, there's no arguing that at this point. We only have two teams left right what is the big 12 well what does the big 12 still have they got baylor they don't have kansas anymore they lost today let's look at the live bracket is that going to tell me all the teams that are remaining why is this app so difficult to use all right we got um anybody else in the big 12 houston's not in the big 12 texas and then we have Who else did I just say? Texas, and that's it? Is that it? (laughs) That would be crazy. If that was it. Um, Round of two. Round two. Is anybody else from the Big 12? Do I know all the Big 12 teams? I guess that's it. I'm still going to argue that the Big 12 had a tougher conference this year, though, than the Big 10. So I was expecting Texas to be good. Obviously, like I said, I hadn't seen them play yet. But um, I knew that they were going to be a tough matchup for Penn State. And in the end, at the end of the game, it really just came down to Penn State couldn't make their three-point shots when they needed to. And that's something that they have been doing. I tweeted out uh, right after the game that you can't really call what Penn State just did a run unless you're counting what happened in the Big Ten tournament and what happened at the end of the regular season in the Big Ten. They were on a bit of a hot streak, I guess I would call it. But if you only made it to the second round of the NCAA tournament, I can't really justify calling it a run. But what they did the last few weeks where their backs were against the wall and they didn't look like they were even going to make the tournament, they come out and have an amazing showing in the Big Ten tournament, go toe-to-toe with Purdue, who I guess now we know is fraudulent as well. Can we say that? after you lose to a 16 seed you got to say it right um, make a good run in the big Ten tournament get to the championship game play tough with Purdue and then uh, have a pretty dominant performance on what was that Thursday night I guess that would have been Thursday night and uh, I guess it's I guess it's just a hot streak it's what I want to call it Um, I'm sad that Penn State's season is over. My favorite player in the Big Ten is on their team. His name's Jalen Pickett. I know I've made a lot of jokes about booty ball and everything that Brad Underwood said, but he's really a good player. And from the moment I started watching him this year, I knew that this guy was built different. I'm talking about in the... Before Big Ten conference play even started, when I saw him touch the ball for the first time this year, I was like, this guy is going to be a problem. And he was all year. He had a great year. Um, Can't really remember who was on the all Big Ten team, but if he's not on it, then that was a crime. Pretty sure that he was though. Um, And right up at the top of that conversation for Big Ten Player of the Year, if it wasn't for Edie and uh, Jackson Davis having such a great year, I think he would have been right in that conversation. So top three player in the Big Ten, I think. And like I said, he's my favorite player that I watched this year, so I'm really sad that their season was over. Um, Andrew Funk was fun to watch this year, and then pretty much after that, it wasn't wasn't a lot of guys to like really get behind. It was Funk and uh, Pickett, and then, uh, of course, uh, Shrewsbury, everyone loves him, loves the guy. The coaches love him, the fans love him, fans of other teams love him, so... Tough to see them go out uh, in a close game. They lost by five to Texas. It was 66-71, to I believe. Double-checking that on my scoreboard app here. Yes, that is correct. Um, And a decent season for Penn State. I had them way lower. Like, I kind of had them finishing where they actually finished, though. They finished 10th in the Big Ten. (laughs) Um, But I didn't think that they were going to have a great year. And at this point, if you're just basing it off the NCAA tournament, they were a top five Big Ten team because they were one of the five last teams remaining. So if you want to look at it that way, spin zone, Penn State, top five in the Big Ten this year. Um, Also top five in the Big Ten, no matter which way you slice it, regular season, um, postseason, whatever you want to call it, Is uh, Northwestern. This game was eerily similar at the end to the Penn State game. It got really close, and then Northwestern just could not hit the shots that they needed to hit to either. They did take the lead with about four minutes left, I believe. They had a one point lead for just a moment, and then they immediately gave it back to UCLA. And This was a little bit more of a high-scoring game for UCLA, believe it or not. That was 68-63, to but they do such a good job. And I talked about them last night being my national championship pick, so that's why I couldn't pick Northwestern, even though I love them so much. Um, They do such a good job slowing the game down and taking you out of what you want to do. And five minutes turns into three minutes real quick, and the score is the exact same because Tiger Campbell takes the ball, and he takes – it feels like a full minute off the clock, even though it's not because of the shot clock. But they'll come down and they'll maybe miss a shot and get a rebound, and then they'll kill another 20 seconds, and they just take the air out of the ball, and they do such a good job. They got a lot of seniors on their team. We talked about that last night. They do such a good job controlling the pace of the game. It never feels like UCLA is not in control, even against a team like Northwestern who's so mentally strong. Um, it just felt like UCLA was in control towards the end of this game. And, again, it could have went the other way very quickly. Uh, My guy Chase Audige, he missed three threes in the last six minutes of the game. Um, And if a couple of those drop or even one of them drops, it changes the dynamic of the game, and I think that it could have came out differently. Um, But, once again, really sad that Northwestern season is over, especially me. I've been talking so highly of them. All year, and uh, I'm going to miss watching them play. I've been on them since November. It was a fun season. It was a fun ride with Northwestern. The win streaks, the upsets that they had, um, the disappointment in the Big Ten tournament where I thought they should have beat Penn State and advanced, but they didn't. And then the excitement of winning the first game of the NCAA tournament, and then the tough matchup against UCLA, who's one of the top teams in the country. Um, just a tough go for them. I thought they got seeded a little too low. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Was a seven too low for them? I mean, Indiana's a four and Northwestern's a seven. Where's the justification? I don't really understand that. Cause correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, Pretty sure Northwestern finished higher than them in the Big Ten in the regular season, and they went to the. Well, I guess Indiana won a game in the Big Ten tournament. I, I don't know. Does that matter that much? I don't think it does. I definitely don't think it does. Um, would have been nice to see them get like a five or a six seed, though. They would have had a little bit better of a matchup in the second round and we'd be talking about Northwestern in a Sweet 16 right now, which would have been awesome. Still have never won two games in the tournament, ever, ever, which is crazy, absolutely insane. Um, And then the final game of the night uh, just went final. The final game just went final. Um, It was Maryland and Alabama. I guaranteed that Maryland was going to win, and they went ahead and lost by 22 points. I lost money on this game. I lost uh, respect from I don't know who. I guess I lost, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about Maryland. I really just don't know what to say about Maryland because I i kind of like their team. I like, two, I like two guys specifically on their team. I really like Jameer Young. I think he's got that it factor. He didn't have it tonight. And it's tough when you're going against the top-rated team in all of college basketball. Alabama was the number one overall seed. Once again, Maryland, tough draw, getting that eight. If you're in that eight, I'm sorry, if you're in the seven to 11 range, you're going to have a tough draw in the second round. That's just what's going to happen. And Maryland didn't win enough games in the regular season to get a higher seed they didn't do enough in the Big Ten tournament at all because the only team they beat was Minnesota. And even that game felt kind of close for a while. Um, I talked last week about how I don't like Kevin Willard anymore because I sat behind their bench and I just didn't like the way that he interacted with people. I'm probably going to die on that hill. And um not sad to see him lose, but I am sad for Jameer Young. And my second player I was just uh, talking about was a guy who I thought actually played pretty good tonight was Julian Reese. And um, sad for those guys, I know that Reese is a young, young guy. He's only a sophomore. I'm hoping that he comes back to Maryland. This is the thing that I haven't talked about at all with any of these teams yet. So much is going to change from now until next year. This is obvious now with the state of college basketball that we live in at this point. Um, NIL and transfers it's not really even NIL. NIL plays a factor if another school is offering them like more money or better deals on advertising whatever it is but the real factor is the fact that you can just transfer whenever you want for no reason. You get to do that at least one time so I don't foresee I I don't have any information about Julian Reese and him transferring but I he just seems like one of those guys that might could do it. He might think that he is uh more than a role player and thinks he could be a guy somewhere. He might go to a smaller school. I don't know. Again, I don't have any information about this, but I hope, I hope that he comes back to Maryland because I had a good time watching him um, this year. Jameer Young only had 12 points uh, tonight. He's a senior, so he's done. Um, tough way to end your career. Again, get that draw where you're playing the top-rated team in all of college basketball. It's going to be a tough go. It's just going to be a tough go. All right, uh, tomorrow, going to go over this really quickly because I've already talked for long enough. We have our final two teams that are in the NCAA tournament. I can't believe I'm saying that already. It's the third day of the tournament. We started with, what was it, eight? We have five the first day. Yeah, eight. Um, five, the first day, three, the next day, and we're down to two already. It's looking like Indiana, (laughs) believe it or not. And I, I, I guess it's not that difficult to believe, but Indiana has the best shot to go the farthest at this point in time, because there's only two teams left, as I've said a thousand times now, and Michigan state's playing a two seed tomorrow. They're playing Marquette. Once again, another two seed I know nothing about. But um, they're obviously going to be a two seed for a reason. They, Excuse me. They have won a lot of games this year. So uh, Michigan State's going to have a tough game tomorrow against Marquette. What is Marquette? Let me look at Marquette real quick. 29-6. and six. They won their first game against Vermont by 17 points. Um, really pretty balanced scoring. Looks like they got a guy named Cam Jones that was their leading scorer, 19 points. So um, I talked about Michigan State last night and how they need somebody other than Joey Hauser to step up. I still believe that. I think if you get a good game out of Tyson Walker tomorrow, then you have a shot to beat Marquette. And that's, again, with me knowing nothing about Marquette whatsoever. Um, so that's, that's what I think is going to happen tomorrow. You need Tyson Walker to have 20 tomorrow. I think if you're going to win the game, I think if he gets 20, your chances of winning go from, I mean, what's the spread? Let's look at it real quick. I'm going to guess it's five. That's going to be my guess. What do you guys guess? Marquette versus Michigan State, the spread. I'm even going to say five and a half. Let's take a peek. It is two and a half. Whoa, pretty low. Um, So I guess with that spread, you would say that tipping off the game, Marquette has about a, what, 55 to 60% chance of winning. I think if Tyson Walker gets to 20, the odds switch to Michigan State and they have a better chance of winning, over 50% chance of winning if he gets there. Because Hauser's already showed that he's going to have a decent game, and uh, you need someone else to step up, and I think that Walker has to be that guy. Um, Has to be that guy for them tomorrow. Um, Indiana, playing one of my final four teams. In fact, Marquette's one of my final four teams as well. A lot of my final four teams playing Big Ten teams early. UCLA was another one. And my last one, just in case you're wondering, no, it's not Houston. Houston. And I'm not even remembering who it is at this point. <laughs> Baylor. UCLA. Marquette. Oh, my God. I can't remember who my Final Four team is. That's bad. I should have this memorized. It's out of the Midwest. Miami. I just said that, though, didn't I? Who do I got coming out of this? UCLA. Did I say all four? UCLA. Miami. Miami. Baylor, and Marquette. Crazy Final Four, but it's been a crazy year. Um, Indiana playing against one of my Final Four teams, as I said, uh, in Miami. Indiana is favored by two points. Um, I don't think they need to do anything different, honestly. I think that of all the Big Ten teams in the first round, other than Penn State because they were so hot in their game, in the first round, I think that Indiana had the best game because they got the most out of their all their players that they needed to get the most out of. They didn't have to rely on Trace to get them out of trouble against Kent State. Now, it was Kent State. I get it. It was a MAC team. Miami's going to be better than them. Even if they're not favored, Miami is definitely going to be better than Kent State was. So Indiana has to play well, but I think if they do what they did in the first round, They'll have a decent shot to win this game. Um, They just need a couple other guys other than Trace to step up. That's kind of been the theme of this whole tournament. We don't have anyone in the Big Ten that's going to pull a Kemba Walker and go out and just absolutely dominate a game. I saw Trace play twice last week, and he had good games, but he was never the guy that was like, well, I take that back. He commanded so much attention on defense um, that it was hard for him to take over games because he was getting straight up double teamed, like with no, didn't matter what the other guy, like the person that was helping on defense just completely forgot about his man and went over to trace every time he touched the ball. Um, And that was in the uh, Maryland game. And it was also in the, uh, who was the other team that they played? I can't remember right now. It doesn't matter. He was getting double teamed a lot in the Big Ten tournament, though. Who did they lose? Who was it? Penn State? can't remember. Man, my brain sucks. Um, so I, I personally am not, I think that we have a scenario right now. This is just me personally. And, and again, this is based off what I picked in my own personal bracket. I think that by tomorrow night, we could have zero Big Ten teams remaining. And I could be doing the final podcast of this college basketball season tomorrow. It's very possible. Marquette has a solid shot of winning. We just talked about that. And it would be a slight upset, but Miami's a very good team. I think if they get Trace Jackson Davis out of his game, if uh, Hood Shafino doesn't do what he's supposed to do In this moment, then Indiana is going to be gone as well. And it'll be the end of the Big Ten instantly. In a year where we knew the Big Ten wasn't probably going to make much of a run, we were kind of relying on like Purdue basically. They were our highest seed. And they're gone already. So best shot is Indiana right now. I guess we're all hitching our wagons to the Indiana horse, as you would call it. Um, but I just don't I just don't I wouldn't be surprised if there's nobody left after tomorrow I just wouldn't be surprised about it just wouldn't um hope you guys have been enjoying the games the tournament's been awesome go go watch watch some teams from other conferences because in a minute here Ours are going to be all gone, or not, or not. Maybe Indiana is going to make that run. Maybe Michigan State's going to make that run. They've done it before. They have done it before. Wouldn't be surprised if they win tomorrow. Anything could happen. But my prediction is they're both going to lose the end of the podcast. is going to be tomorrow. Thank you for listening. And uh, as always, go follow on Twitter, at CasualBig10. Lots of tweets coming out each day of the tournament, and uh, even days that are not of the tournament. There'll be some tweets coming out. Um, already starting to think about what we're going to do during the offseason before football starts, so keep an eye on the Twitter if you're not already following um, so you can keep updated on that. You guys have a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow after Michigan State and Indiana play.